evening. This has been a while. Welcome back. It's a Tuesday night and we are all for Big Brother. Hey, there he is. Tonight we are back with an exclusive. Welcome back, our boys, Braden Harvey and Aaron Plumbing. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Yeah. Nice to see my boys again. Hi everyone. Everyone. Okay, so you didn't introduce me. Buckets. And buckets. My buckets. Yeah, like what's the what's the deuce? What's the deuce? So <laughs> tonight we are going to look back on what was Big Brother 2022. Now, obviously, there's been a lot, and I'm and we mean a lot of stuff going down in this house. Mm. Now we have reached the top 10. We are at the final stretches. I think there's another two weeks, two weeks, three two, weeks, three, three weeks before the show ends. Mm. And yeah. we are going to be looking back and looking forward. First question I'm going to throw to all of you is what has been your favorite moment of Big Brother this year? Big Brother 2022 OGs versus newbies. Braden. Um, my favorite moment has to be um, Reggie, just her whole personality. Even even with the whole editing, her whole personality just shines through, and I really really love it. Um, one thing I really did love about it was um, it was the moment where she was kind of taught how to strategize and almost lie, and she went to um, Johnson, and she was like oh, I think JC will be the target. And then, you know, Johnson, you know, Johnson did his thing and whatnot, and then he was like, yeah, well, my number one JC. And then it cuts to her in the diary, and she's like, darker. Like, that just, that was such an iconic moment. And I'm so glad that we still have Reggie in the house. Spoilers for anyone who's a little behind, but, yeah, she's still in the house. Luckily, but yeah. Aaron, what has been your favorite um, favorite moment of this year's show? Um, I'd have to say seeing Reggie and Dave's re- relationship blossom, like from from like being friends on the outside and like coming into this house and just seeing it like how how they act around each other in the real world. If that makes sense. Uh, buckets. What's been your favorite moment? Um, I I honestly um was from the last episode. Um, probably my favorite moment is um Teres finally stepping up and just um getting rid of what he conceived as um the three most powerful people in the house. And now he's got this massive target on his back because um, he's disrupted basically everyone's alliances and everyone's trust and and whatever. And I, I think he's just, I hate to say this, but I think Taras is a bit like Danny. And I I, I, mm. I was actually, tonight I was actually going for Taras to win. I actually, whilst everyone else was saying, no, lose Taras, lose you're a liar, lose. I was saying, no, go for it, mate, because I didn't like the fact how everyone was going to vote him out anyway. And he finally thought, you know what? 
I'm going to have to fight to, to keep my place here in the Big Brother house um, because I'm no longer under the radar. So I, I think that's one of my favourite moments to date. I think for me it would have to be looking back the moment that captured me was I think the temptation task is one of my utmost favourites that they've, they've pulled off the series because even though there was a shopping task and it was temptation week and the fact that a lot of Reggie and I think Gabby didn't get to see their families um, or their messages but having to see the housemates react to their loved ones and to be able to go, you know, I've been here for almost two months. I haven't seen my family. I can't call them. I can't text. I can't video call. I can't drive across state or I can't drive around the corner. And I think seeing Tim and and his boyfriend, I think that made me cry a lot. Um, I think seeing the families just makes you feel like, gosh, what would it be like for two and a half months or three months just to live in the house with other people in a shared home and not being able to contact the outside. I mean, that must have been hard. I mean, sure, it's temptation where you take or where you're not, but for me it has to be the temptation week of being able mm. to talk to their families. And I think I think they should have given Gabby and Reggie their fair dues, which has got to see her kids and Gabby got to see her family. I think they should have been fair. But what I was kind of frustrated about was Sam and Drew, and I was like, oh, not again. I do not want to see Sam and Drew again. I do not want to see Drew all kissy face and Sam going, oh, bleep, 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 bleep. And it's sort of like, but she just got evicted. Like, come on, spare us. <laughs> but that was my favorite. I think that was my favorite. And speaking yeah. of housemates, here's the good one that I'm that I think Philip should ask. Go for it. Number two. Um, is Tarras secretly becoming the villain? Um, and if you want my opinion, he totally is. He's secretly mm-hmm. becoming the villain. I, I don't actually see him as the good guy right now, and neither does the rest of the house. Um, he is like the, the villain that people have been kind of ignoring um, his existence for so long, and for which case he's been going under the radar for so long. I mean, that's like, I mean, in the Big Brother um, house, that's like going off the grid. He's gone off grid mm. for so long, for almost the whole series. No one um, cared to, to look or talk to him or whatever, um, except to tell him who, who he should vote for. Mm. And, and the minute basically, um, you know, there was that um, activity where everyone had to answer the correct question and... Uh, he, um, uh, they asked um, who do they trust the least or who were they basically going to nominate most likely. Taras's name came up. Um, so as a, as a result, I think they've pretty much just woken up a sleeping giant and they had better watch their backs if they're not careful because mm. Taras will destroy them, <laughs> basically. That's, that's my opinion about Terrasse. Aaron? Um, I'd say yes. It's, it, it goes two ways for me. It's either he's becoming the villain or it's just the way it's edited to make him look like the villain. But he, he reminds me of so much of, um, you know, like um, these, like, 
like uh, mo- movie uh, villains kind of thing, and it, yeah, he reminds me so much of like um, a, a a a film villain. So yeah, right. Um, yeah. So I I actually got to chat with Thras just a little bit on Instagram. I know mm-hmm. shocker. So um. Uh, what he messaged me last night was, um, "Oh, read that! You got to read that." So I said, "So I said, bestie making moves, OMG!" And then he was like, "Yes, Braden, I'm so happy you don't hate me." And then I said, "It's a game, and you definitely did that. I respect it." He, I don't know. I I think that you know it is a game, and look. It sucked that it had to be Tully that went because I really was rooting for Tully and her to outstage Drew and all that kind of stuff. But, yeah, I mean, he, he really went for it and I respect him for it. And he, he's not just someone I see in the house. He's someone I've been able to be in contact with on the outside world. So I think I have that added respect of the fact that He's not just a reality TV person. He's an actual real-life person on the outside who, yeah. And, again, it goes back to the show and how highly edited it is and, you know, it clearly just wants stories that just reach to a conclusion and not little stories that build up over time. I mean, I definitely felt like Taras was making a lot of big strategic moves you know there was one time it was between Lulu and Sam and he said I want to be on the right side of the votes and I think you know it's shown that he it's shown the progress but I guess now we're really getting to the business end he's decided to go out and make a big move and I hope that he does get to the end so yeah like for me to Ross when he first came on the scene I'm like uh, this guy's going to be evicted day one because for me, I felt like Taras was sort of like, I know it's going to sound weird coming out of my mouth, but it's kind of like the friend you would have on the Big Bang Theory that's so oh, yeah. smart, but yeah. doesn't show it. And he's quite sort of, you know, weird to say it, kind of nerdy, kind of geeky, kind of, you know, he's going to fly under the radar. And, you know, he's he's going to get evicted day one, but he surprised me. Like, I didn't want Tolly to go. Like, I felt Tolly still had a long way. You're disappearing. <laughs> I had a long way to go. Um, and I think, is he, here's a, here's a random question I want to throw out to all three of you, speaking of Taras. Is Taras the underdog? Go. Hell yes. Taras is totally the underdog. And yeah. if he wasn't before, he is now. Um, you know, uh, like when when I saw last week's episode and pretty much almost everyone voted Taras as a person that they were going to nominate even before nominations even begun, um, he became the underdog. And that's why I actually respect Taras because he did literally everything in his power 
to escape evictions. Mm. I think that um, before he just thought, you know what, I can get away with being under the radar and no one's going to vote me in because no one cares. And until he realised that everyone was basically going to gun, gun him and, you know, cut him in the back anyway, mm. that's when he went, you know what, screw it. I'm going to fight as hard as I possibly can. Um, now that everyone has literally said, I'm going to come after you. <laughs> um, and um, he kept his place. And for that, I actually respect Taras because uh, d- despite all adversity, despite everyone wanting to come after him, you know, as a casualty of war, he stood up against the fire and won his right to stay in the house. Mm. And that's why I respect him. Um, There are other players that have manipulated their way through the house, but Taras, to be honest, um, I think if I had to compare him to to another player, I'd compare him to Danny, um, who against all odds basically fought to the very, very end. Mm. And I I think people have finally realised how strong he actually is. Next question. Uh, oh, sorry. As before we go, um, bleh, brain fart. Da- Braden. You can't no. say that on national television. It's a good thing. <laughs> 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 Do you think? Anyway. Do you think Taras is the underdog? Um. Yeah. Well, now he definitely is. But yeah. Look, I, I, again, I respect this game. I think he's playing a brilliant one. Probably one of the most strategic games I've ever seen. I think he's probably, I would rank him top strategic player I've seen from the whole Channel 7 generation. Um, you know, it's the same as Estelle. She was such an underdog for weeks on end, but now she's kind of, come back into the centre fold and she's kind of good for the time being. And, you know, it, you always want to root for the underdog. You know, a lot of people want the underdog to win. You know, reality TV has proven time and time again everyone loves an underdog story and it's what we're seeing with Taras. Aaron, is, uh, is Taras uh, the underdog? Um, I'd... I'd say yes, because um, I forgot what I was going to say now. <laughs> um, because I think I think it's been part of this game plan for a very long time to just sit back and just watch everything unfold, and then and then all of a sudden towards the the end of of the show, just just go in there and just just get rid of. All the all the big uh, game players. So yeah, for me, Taras is a he's not a heart player, but he's definitely a head player. He's he's strategic. Mm-hmm. He's smart. He's witty, and he is the underdog. I mean, I he he knew who he wanted out, and he obviously won that nomination mm-hmm. challenge in order to conceive his idea and to pull off a blind side. And he knew who he was gunning for. And obviously I think he's been so quiet to the point, like no one can see his mind tick and evaluate and, and study and, you know, oh, who's going to be my victim? 
who's going to be the person I want out, who's going to be the person I'll put in the, that purple chair. And to have to say good on him. I mean, honestly, good on him. But I, he has to be careful now. Can I say something yeah, about sure. that? Yeah, sure. Um, so everyone's like um, calling um, Taras this massive liar and stuff like that. So Taras, you're a liar. I can't trust you if you're lying. But here's the thing about Taras and everyone else in the house. They're all liars. And Drew is like the biggest caller out of liars. <laughs> and he's the worst liar of them all. He not only backstabbed his girlfriend, said everything was okay, um, had, was started to sleep with his girlfriend, Sam, okay, convinced her, built trust up with her, and then backstabbed her. And then when he was in another series with that other blonde girl, what was Tully. her name? Tully. He did exactly the same to her, only in this series. Yeah. So he's lied to two women that he slept with. And um, yeah. I just... can't say that. Well, we, we can't say slept with. Yes, you can. Would you, would you like me to but say it in another way? Tully is an ex-girlfriend. <laughs> yes, we'll, we'll say an ex-girlfriend. But i just like to point something out. Yeah. Okay, so I have a friend called Lisa Marie, um, and I'm going to steal this from you, sadly. Um, if you watch it, I give her a shout out. You're, you're, yeah, I'm going to give you a shout out. We're shouting you out. Yeah, yeah we're, we're shouting, shouting you out basically for <laughs> this. Um, but she was the one that literally said, um, you know, because she, she put something up on um, the Big Brother thing that said, um, I think it said, uh, um, Drew is the biggest. So, yeah, um, Taras is the biggest liar he's ever no, seen. Drew. Drew's biggest liar she's ever seen. Yeah, she said Drew was the biggest liar she she had ever seen. Um, but um, she said that, um, you know, Drew basically blatantly lied um, to <laughs> Sam um, and... Uh, Tully. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, Sam, and Sam and Tully in front of their faces. Um you know, to the point where it's like, well, I mean, yeah, look, Taras lied maybe once, but how many yeah. times, Drew, have you lied on the game? I mean, you've lied every time. How many um, uh, blind sides have you done how, uh, all the time? And even though you may not like to vote um, someone out because you're not given much of a choice, I get that. You've still lied and you've still voted those people that you said you weren't going to vote out. And that is still a lie. Well, I'm going to say one more thing about this, which is mm. Drew did mention saying, Taras made me vote out Tully. Taras made me do it. Thing is, you go on national TV and you say, oh, Taras made me vote out my ex-girlfriend. Hello? I mean, you voted her out. This was... You're doing. You can't. Yeah, you nominated. You can't. (laughs) Either he nominated it or evicted it. Doesn't matter. But thing is, no, he didn't nominate Tarasid. But you can't unevict someone. He evicted her because supposedly Taras, Taras, sorry, made him do it. Now come on, don't don't have your cake and eat it too, because obviously they've known each other for nine years. They've talked to each other for nine years. They've been in each other's lives. They're going to continue to be in each other's lives. Let's face it. You mm. called it. Yeah. and Spades a spade. I, I just like to point out that it was Drew that basically said, 
um, oh, outside of the game, um, he's known Tully for like nine years, which means he backstabbed his best friend. (laughs) 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 And Tully's like, why are you supporting me? I've known you for nine years. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Let's ask the next question. So obviously we know before they came into the house, they all did their, Mm. you know, their backstories. They had videos of where they came from, what city, what town, where they were born, their family, friends, et cetera, et cetera. I feel like here's the question I want to ask and see if you guys can answer this one for me because it's a riddle for me. Um, Actually, Aaron brought this question up, which is why do you think they haven't shown Gabby's backstory on the show yet? Because we've seen Tim's, we've seen everybody else's, but Gabby's, is the only backstory we haven't seen. And this sparks a riddle for me. Brayden. I don't know. You know, Gabby's one of my um, favourite newbies and she's always been. Ever ever since she made that move, ever since she was like, Joel kind of pressured her to vote his way. And she was like, are you threatening me? And then she went into the eviction room and then voted to evict Mel. From Melbourne, who remembers her? Like she was both oh God. Both. God. But yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I yeah. I really, I really do like Gabby. I think she's playing a really great game. Mm. She's going back and forth, and she's a floater. A float floaters are different to coasters. Coasters are people who just go onto the radar and don't do anything. Yeah. Floaters are people who go one side or the other. But people don't people aren't really noticing it. That's what I really like. I don't know. I I feel like Gabby, I don't know why they haven't shown a VT. It's, is that lackluster editing? Probably. She's the I mean, only one we haven't seen. We don't know anything about from her backstory yeah. to be able to support her. But, Aaron, why do you think they haven't shown her backstory? Um, it, it could just be, like, the way they've edited it. Uh, together, then like just basically forgot about it, basically, and then yeah, <laughs> just, 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 just like just, she's just there, <laughs> and um, yeah. Here's another random question I have. There's something about Brenton that I can't put my finger to. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. You may tell me I'm wrong, which is fair. Well, but Brenton, I feel like has been on different reality shows and I feel like he's either a someone they've put in who knows the game back to front. Obviously, he says he doesn't. He hasn't, he hasn't seen Big Brother. He doesn't know who Big Brother is. He doesn't know how the game's played. But yeah, why, why sign up for it then? Why <laughs> sign up for something you've never heard of, yeah. never seen? But here's the kicker. He walks in and he goes, oh, it's Grant Danny are here, or who is Sonia Kruger? And, That's this, so blah, blah. and he's like, when he said Grant Danny, I'm going, oh, that is so not, <laughs> that is so not good. I've but, actually seen Grant Danny, and he's tiny. He's <laughs> and he's adorable. I love you, Grant Danny. You're amazing. Um, but do you notice there's something like you know, like there's something I'm trying to like scratch the surface with. Brenton, mm. I feel like he's been in other reality shows. Um, I may comment on this. Yeah, go ahead. I may. He's he was a character on Home and Away. I thought so. Oh, he, he's an actor. Really? 
He's an actor. Can I say something on that? I, I think Home and Away is like work experience for real actors. <laughs> <laughs> I, I kind of knew he was hit. But like, yes, he is an actor. I kind of felt something. That's what I'm saying. Is he a real? Because he, he dropped the bachelor or the bachelorette. And I'm going, um, this is not this particular <laughs> section of what this show is. I don't want to mention it because I'll get wrong. <laughs> but this is not okay. This guy's bizarre. Aaron, do you, do you is there something um, about Brenton that we don't know? There's there is something off about him when he when he walked in and and just acted as a dumb guy. It was just like, is this guy for real? <laughs> what the hell is going on? Exactly. Like, can, can I please uh, ask a question? If if Big Brother can accept someone like Brenton, does that mean they're actually going to take either Harold from, <laughs> <laughs> from Neighbours um, or someone else? You know, I mean... Poor Harold. Yeah, poor Harold. Harold. He would struggle with them challenges. The challenges are so much more physical this series. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And I'm, I'm kind of valuing what the fans are saying, which is can we get less physical challenges and more mental challenges? Mm-hmm. Because you don't see mental challenges this year. I mean... No. You know, it's no, kind of like no. there are a lot of fans... Let's get down to the nitty-gritty. And there are a lot of fans who are screaming out to Big Brother saying, look, we feel there's no more originality left. I mean, Zorin is still in a paddock room with snakes. Do you know how dangerous that element of danger is? If she gets bitten, that's dangerous. Um, like, or- I'd like to say something. Uh, everyone in that house is, are snakes anyway. Yes. So, I mean, not really. Not really. Not yes, really but- they're, they're not already used and, to And also, um, the challenges don't benefit Reggie. Like, I'm not saying, like, I mean, she sure. does get to try them out, but um, there was one of the challenges she did with Jules, and it was last week. It was the ball, and, you know, the partner yeah. challenge where you had to, the ball was the same colour as the board. She's legally blind. Big Brother said this is a challenge for hand and eye coordination. Like, hello, it's in the sentence. She's blind. She can't. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, but what I, you know, I know this is going off track, but I love Reggie. She doesn't complain. Mm. She doesn't want to be treated differently to any other housemates. She she does the challenges head on, whether she can see or not. And that smile, that laugh, that giggle never leaves her face. And I have to say, well done, Reggie, because that's that's a super mom. That's a superhero. And not all superheroes wear capes. And she's proven that, hey, just because I'm blind doesn't mean I can't do these challenges. Mm. Or, and win or lose. She's proven, I'm here, I'm playing the game dangerously and I'm going to last and you're going to watch me last. Mm. And this is definitely Reggie's world and we're all living in it. 
I look to, to be I honest, love it. I love it. I love it. I, I think um, based off her disability, I think Reggie is one of the strongest players in there. Yeah. Because look, look at what she has to deal with on a regular basis, and still cope, and still mm. do challenges, and still put up with the rest of the housemates that put her through hell. Yeah. Um, and she's still the queen of the house. Yep. Yeah. You don't mess with her. Next question. Do you want to read that? Uh, is Tim still the most powerful player of Big Brother? You know what? I think no mm. way. Uh, like, I, I, I think that he probably was He'll, the most yeah. powerful player, was. But I think that his power is slowly slipping away from him um, because people are seeing through him. And there, there have been... Uh, I, you know, there have been sort of behaviours that I've, I've noticed from Tim where he basically flares up and he gets upset and whatever and he go, um, when he got, went after Farmer Dave and stuff like that, uh, instead of keeping his cool, which he normally did, um, <clears throat> he got really, really upset at Farmer Dave for um, putting him up and that's a sign of weakness and I think that and, and vulnerability and I think maybe Tim actually might feel a bit vulnerable all of a sudden, which makes him not the strongest player. I think he was in the beginning where he's very easily controlling people and being very, very manipulative and getting people to trust him and stuff like that. But now since a lot of the OGs are being kicked out um, and all have targets on the back and and whatever, um, Tim basically is losing a lot of his power. And Mm. I, I, I suspect that I wouldn't, that once um, people, you know, get rid of Taras or they get rid of Johnson or they get rid of Reggie, they're going to come after Tim next. Yeah. Um, I, I don't honestly see Tim winning it um, because he's losing his power at a really rapid rate. Okay, Brayden, is Tim still the strongest and the most powerful game player of Big Brother of all time. I mean, let's let's talk about let's go back to 2013. He strategically every week nominated the correct way and got people out. Is he the most powerful? What are your thoughts on that? Um, yeah, look, I don't I don't think there's anyone that can overtake Tim Brown at this point. If we're talking like all time, yeah, hundred percent. But um, in this game, I think that. Mm, there are instances where he has slipped off a little bit, but I think that he still remains in power. I think that he he's good at weaseling his way out of trouble, I think. As much as he causes trouble, I know that's quite ironic, but I think that he he can he can do it. If if he wants to make it to the end, he can make it to the end, I think. So it's kind of a matter of if or if not, really. Fair enough. Aaron, yeah. do you think Aaron, do you think that Tim is the most strategic and most powerful player of all time, big brother of all time? Um, um, yes and no, because he's slowly lose, losing, like, the power, I feel. He's, he's slowly, like, in the beginning, he was, like, very powerful. He knew how to play the game because, obviously, he's, played this style of game in, in uh, Canada yeah. before. So, so it's like, yeah, it's like, um, but now I think he's slowly 
people are starting to see through him. If if that makes sense. Mm. Like, it does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, actually, if I'd like to draw you to one uh, piece of evidence. Um, yeah. So in the beginning of the game, um, Tim said to Lulu, "Hey, we saved you, and if you fuck with us, we're going to come straight up with uh, straight after you. We're going to make you our biggest target." Yeah. Now. Someone in control wouldn't say that. Someone in control um, would just let things go on as they, they would and then just um, understand the trust and just go, yeah, she's good with us. We saved her. She's, there's no way she's yeah. going to kill us. But so, I think Tim maybe felt a little bit of him thinking uh, I could be losing my control and so therefore I have to show some sort of dominance um, um, or even a little bit of fear to teach these people's what people what will happen to them if they don't support yeah. me, and mm. and and there are bits in in that where Lulu was actually crying, and I I think mm. that one of the reasons why she was crying was because maybe she felt a bit trapped by not being able mm. to vote for who she really wanted to vote mm. for. Um, and even if after yeah. the show kind of thing, there was a comment that Lulu made to Tim, which is, Tim, what have you become? Yeah. Um, and that's yeah. actually something I noticed. So I, I wonder um, if that's basically Tim uh, experiencing fear. And, of mm. course, if you've yeah. got fear, you've lost control. That's right. For yeah. me, do I think he's the most powerful player of all time? I have to agree with Aaron, yes and no, because the no part is I think deep down side Tim fears being put on the block uh, mm. for nominations. He fears being evicted. He fears it backfiring on him. He's always said that constantly every day. What if it backfires on me? But then you have to look at the yes part was, yeah, he's played this game very strategically in Canada and came second place, and now he's doing it all over again. And you have to look at Tim has never, ever for this year been put up. Now they say yeah. Taras is flying under the radar, but I think Tim is flying under yeah. the radar. He's like, sitting on the fence very quietly. But when it comes to nominations, what he does is he, the, he scrambles for his life. And he he says things to, you know, he, that's why they call him master manipulator because he has a very strategic way of talking to people and saying, look, I need your help with this. I need you to, you know, do this for me. You know, we need to stick together. He was with the OGs until he turned to the newbies. The thing is... You have to look at the master manipulator and think, is he smart? Week after week after week after week after week, he's had zero nominations. This could be another win for Tim. This could be another powerful chess move. Tim, yeah. we know you're all smart. We know you're smart up here. We know you're a game player, mm -hmm. but... yeah. He's not a manipulator. He's an influencer. As, oh, as you yes, said to yeah. Charlie. <laughs> now, next question. Do you want to read that? Question five? Question five. 
Who do you think will be make the top five? Say it louder, but please. <laughs> so for all those that didn't hear me, um, who do you think will make the top five? Brayden. Um, okay. Reggie. Reggie's a shoo-in. Um, I think Taras. Taras has a chance. Um, God. I think Alicia. She's fine on the radar. Um, Johnson, I, I feel like he, he's, he's gotten through so many times. There are so many cases where he could have gone home, but he just hasn't. I think he would go into the final five. And... Um, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe like <laughs> Brenton. I don't know. Brenton, I feel like he has connections with Tim. So maybe, or, or Tim. Maybe Tim or Brenton. Some one of them. Brenton. <laughs> Aaron, <laughs> did you think um, the top five? Uh, I, I think Reggie will be in the top five. Um, Tim. Uh, Johnson, is that the three? Yeah. Um, Alicia, and maybe Taras. For me, I've been yeah. I've been muzzling muzzling over this in my mind on a weekly basis. I think the top five for me, the top five contenders, obviously Queen Reggie, our Reggie. There's Reggie, Tim, Gabby. Drew, Estelle, I don't see Taras, Brenton or Johnson lasting. These are my five. Gabby, Tim, Reggie, Drew and Estelle. Um, for me, I think Gabby will probably make the top five. I don't, I don't, I'm not sure if mm. Gabby will actually win it or not, but Gabby will probably make the top five. Mm. Tim will definitely yeah. make top five. Drew will definitely make top five. Reggie will definitely uh, make top five. Um, and I don't see Terrace getting top five because he's already got a massive target on his back. Yeah. But um, Johnson, definitely top five because he's just, he's, he will work as hard as it uh, he needs to work just to get there. But, um, yeah, who, yeah, um, that, but that's top five. Uh, yeah. I, I really don't see Taras getting to anywhere close to top five because there are too many people that hate him. Hmm. Okay, do you want to read? Um, do you want to read that one? Um, who do you think will make the top three? Which is a harder oh. question. <laughs> so that means we have to get rid of two. Oh. Um, remember their names. Yeah. Um. So who's going first? Brayden. Okay. Um, Reggie. Uh, Taras. And Alicia. Aaron. Uh, Reggie. Tim. And Johnson. Buckets? Three names. 
Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Come on, be serious. <laughs> <laughs> Just say the three names. Oh, okay, okay. Most likely Reggie, most likely Tim, and most likely Estelle. Maybe. Ooh. Ooh, I just, ooh, I just had those three in my brain. Reggie, Tim, and Estelle. Three OGs. Three OGs. Wow. Reggie, Tim, and Estelle. Because I don't know if I'll, I, I'm trying not to say things that might get me in trouble, but I was reading on the internet that there was a leak that I don't know if it's true or not. Hearsay, yeah. but from apparently Tim and Reggie are part of the final three. I don't know who the third person is. I don't hear Estelle's name being thrown around, but I'm hoping Estelle will be part of the final three because she was, in her day, she was, I think, third runner-up or second mm-hmm. runner-up. Third. Yeah. Third runner-up. Third yeah. place. Yeah, third place. Um, so those are the three. Final question is number eight. Do you want to ask that? Um, well, this is really for the audience, but we, can, for them, but we can ask it anyway. Yeah. Um, who do you think will win Big Brother um, 2022? So if you've got any ideas of who actually might yeah. win, send us a comment, tell us what you think, Yep. Um, and you could do what I just did, which is just make up some random <laughs> names. <laughs> okay. The winner of Big Brother 2022 is Reggie. Reggie, mm-hmm. as far as we know, Reggie <laughs> will be crowned the winner of Big Brother 2022. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. He makes the end. She'll do it. Yeah. And Reggie deserves the win. She won in 2003, but she'll definitely win 2022. And when she does win it, or if she does win it, imagine going down in history as winning a game twice. Mm-hmm. Beating out the younger generation who couldn't even bounce her out. Imagine that historically winning Big Brother of that twice year and then winning this one. But mm-hmm. what's the fun thought about Reggie is I caught something on TV about two weeks ago. And I was like, yes, Reggie, show it off. She was wearing her uh, Big Brother T-shirt. Yeah. Um, and she was wearing her Big Brother jacket with the eye logo on the jacket. And I don't know if that's a symbol or that's a signal for what Big Brother was and what Big Brother is. And wearing, seeing her wear those two items, I was like, hello, are you listening? This is what we're needing. And I was like, is she allowed to wear that? Like, is she <laughs> even allowed to have the eye logo? Like, Yeah, and that was from a different channel. Different era, a different channel altogether. And I'm like, is she allowed to, like, <laughs> get away with that? Like, <laughs> what do you think, Brad? Yeah, I mean, no yeah. one's said anything, so... And plus, they're they're using clips from those days. So, you know, why wouldn't they? Yeah, I suppose so. I mean, I suppose if you bought the rights to something, then you'd buy everything that Channel 10 had, right? But the thing is, right, with 
with them showing Drew and let, let's take a moment with them showing Drew and Tully out in the pool in 2013. And then Ben from Brisbane going, um, I'm in the pool. And then you see Drew cackling. Sort of yeah. like Tim comes out and goes, I'm in the pool as a reference to Ben. It's kind of like, and they're showing footage. Here's, here's, yeah. here's one random and final question I do want to ask with the, which is with all these, you know, videos from past years from that era that decade are they hinting is this what we're getting finally or do you think that's what they're intending on showing and or is it just a montage because every time i i see that i see a fan on you know social media going they're showing us old footage does that mean this is what they're trying to tell us like we've not had these these montages for forever like and these are like classic big brother what do you think mm-hmm. Brayden? um um yeah look i think it obviously pertains to the storyline that they're trying to tell you know the drew and tully thing and then reggie and this person and that person like i mean i don't really know what channel seven has in store i don't know what Big Brother, I don't know what the future is. Mm. And yeah, look, I, I enjoy watching them because I watched mm. it as a child. Yeah. And I really enjoyed it. So it's nostalgia. Aaron? Yeah, it's it's the it's the, the nostalgic feel about it, just seeing those old clips again and and like see seeing how far the original housemates have come like from back then to now, which is quite nice to see. Buckets? Yeah, I, I, I kind of agree with um, Aaron in the sense that what they right. show back then and now, yeah. It's kind of giving us, for me, finally to say, it's as Brayden says, I agree with all of you, it's nostalgic, it's nostalgia, it's happiness, it's memories. Um, we don't know what the future holds and we hope we hope for a brand new season for 23. Um, and we certainly are enjoying the star job. Now, what I want to say is, I think all of us want to say is if, if you would like to let us know, go to our YouTube page, search Catspace, subscribe. Aaron usually does this. <laughs> subscribe button. With an actual K, by yeah. the way, not a C. Otherwise, you'll yeah. be looking at cats all day. Yep. And the bell <laughs> yeah. as well. Don't forget to press that bell. Uh, we are also on TikTok. TikTok.com slash at Hello Catspace 5. And we are also on Instagram at Hello Catspace 5. Make sure you follow us there and subscribe. And let us know what you think as we dive back now into memory. And this is the last push three weeks and we're ready thank you so much for joining me buckets he's been under the weather poor guy brayden and aaron thank you my boys for joining me tonight we look forward to maybe another week or two coming back with some fresh uh videos uh as we prepare to brainstorm something fun for you all make sure you follow us join us like comment share invite your friends and let us know what you think thank you so much for tonight and we look forward to watching and following the updates and we'll see you all next week bye for now bye bye